Hello everyone and welcome to a new episode of the Hero Podcast. I'm here with Ashlyn Keenan. Hello. Excited. I'm buzzing. And thanks so much for having me on. Thank I'm you for excited. coming on. I'm honoured. Because I've, I've been looking at all the episodes and I've been oh, like, hey. oh, maybe I'll go on. Yeah. And now I'm on. <laughs> Yay. Um, so thanks, Mel. Thank and you. And it's cool to podcast with someone who's a podcaster because... Yeah, I, I do get nervous the... though. Oh, I get really nervous I, at the start. It's yeah. a bit more chill now. But I get real like, if I'm in with someone, someone like who has a really successful or podcast. someone I don't know. I yeah, get true, like, yeah. Because if it's someone I know, I'm like, grat. If I and I feel up. like I don't really hear going, do we know, do we have a met in real life? I, we must We have. have to have. Either we have, or we met in a different life. Like, I feel the like image I, awards and stuff. There like must stuff have been like something. That. Ah, there must have been, Nikki. There yeah, right. We'll something. just, we have now. We must have been. Anyway, right, so. Yeah, okay. Dive straight in. Right. Like you, so, we're going to talk about your career, obviously. Yeah. So, what did you study? I know you studied journalism. Right? I did. Yeah. I did. I studied journalism in DCU. I always knew I wanted to work in magazines. I did my thesis on women's magazines. Yeah. I was like, uh, you know, I was one of those kids who had like every issue of Smash Hits, oh, and then I had every issue of you know more, and then every issue yeah. of all the magazines growing up. Um, I still have every issue of Cosmopolitan from wow. when I was fifteen until now. Every wow. every single issue, and I've like, kept them all. Are they decor? Are they just in oh, storage? They're in, they're in my they attic. Like... Yeah, no, they're in my attic. Oh. I could, if I had them in my room, I'm oh. sure I'd have to sleep on them. Like, do you know? Because there's so many. Like, it's a big. I have a lot of Vogue, but not like a like. Yeah, like I've definitely dotted all over the place. Like, yeah, I have, a, I have a good fair number of Vogues as well. Why Cosmo? Cosmo? It was just one that spoke to me, yeah. and it was one that I really like. It's um, quite. Like different. It's different. It's, it's not just, all fashion or like totally. It's yeah. like. Conversational and it's all it's very accessible. Yeah. I always thought, like yeah. as in Vogue and Elle and Harper's, are very like they're exclusionary. They want yeah. you to feel a bit like you're not welcome. I think. Yeah. Whereas Cosmo was always like, we're for everyone. We mm-hmm. talk to everyone. We talk to every budget. And I really, really, really liked at the time Louise Court when I started getting into it. Louise Court was the editor. Yeah. And I really liked her. I liked her approach and then Farah Store became the editor and I have been following mm-hmm. or had been following Farah's career. I've been to one of their events. Have you ever been? To like, a Cosmo event? Yeah. No, I haven't. It was class. Was it? I haven't seen it. was really cool. Yeah. It was like, it was really cool. They're so well done. Yeah. I met the fashion editor. She was sound out. Like it was like my shining armour bag. <laughs> Here you like, go. <laughs> she was lovely though. She yeah. was really, really nice. Yeah. And very, um, oh, tell me about your business. Tell me yeah, about your brand. Like, yeah. Very much so yeah. instead of like, Oh, here's another but like good like I think good journalists and good magazine editors are inherently oh, but, interested. Yeah. Like you have to be. Yeah. You have to be like, tell me more about that. Is there a story there? Can I yeah. get some you know, you have to be always trying to dig, dig yeah. into people yeah. and, and like mine people for their information. Yeah. <laughs> like it can get a bit yeah. intrusive at times, but it's so it's so true. Yeah. Yeah. But so. that's the brain, like that's yeah, how your so, brain works. Yeah, totally. So you're studying in DCU. I did, yeah. And was there like the dream was there like the dream job? Um, I mean, look, I'm yeah. still waiting for Anna Wintour to yeah. shake Shit. off away from away from Vogue so I can move in. But um, <laughs> no, I don't like there was never like obviously to be my dream was to be an editor of a magazine. Yeah. And I said to everyone who would listen, I want to be an editor of a magazine, a glossy women's title yeah. by the time I'm 30. Wow. And that was my goal. Yeah. And so I started off. The first thing I did was I was like, OK, fresh out of college. I did get a job straight out of college working and I was kind of doing like advertorials and things for mm-hmm. the Irish Independent. Yeah. Um, and straight out the gate then I was like internships. Yeah. Um, so I went to Stellar. I was Stellar's mm-hmm. first ever intern. Wow. Which is wild when I think, yeah. think back. It's like a 
11 years ago or something um and then I interned in radio stations and I basically worked for free and I also had a part-time job so I was I was working I was definitely working seven days a week and like mad hours yeah. to do all these internships and still earn a little bit and of a part-time wage. Did they give you a wage. bit of like, what, did they let you write anything? Oh, totally, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like when I was in Stellar. Of course, like it's Stellar, you know. Yeah, no, those, it was. The, like, the Irish magazines are quite, yeah, they were many people in them. Like, totally, yeah. yeah, they were happy to, to have yeah. a bit of help. And I think actually um, the lovely Sarah Breen, you know, mm-hmm. from who wrote, wrote the yes. OMD yeah. Ashling books. Yeah. She was the editor of Kiss magazine at the time and mm-hmm. she let me write and she was brilliant. She, like when I'd write something, she'd take me into the office and give me really good feedback on yeah. it. And like, you know, critical feedback yeah. and also positive feedback. Like it was just, she was really good. Um, I remember and I remember being really intimidated when I went in there and yeah. being very terrified of the whole... Is Kiss still going now? No. Well, it's it's, it's, it's stopped for... Yeah, yeah. it's a teen mag. Yeah. It went for a good while. It, it They stopped printing it, but they've recently just relaunched the web version mm-hmm. of it. So it's kind of back in a different yeah. form. But um, I was in there as an intern. I did... I interned for maybe a year. And then I r- completely randomly moved to Cork with a man, of course. Mm. Followed the man to Cork. I know. And I everything don't, is here, like the magazine. Oh my god! I don't know here. what I was thinking. Like I was obviously having some kind of mad. Well, <laughs> like not the worst place. No, it was lovely. Yeah, I lo- I actually loved crack, it. Yeah. But it was it was I de- I didn't move from me. I I met moved yeah. because I was with someone who yeah. wanted who had a job offer in Cork, okay. and it was it was actually fine. I went down there. I worked for the Cork Evening Echo. I did like gig reviews and and mm-hmm. and theater reviews and random bits like that. Yeah. And then I got an email. I ha- all the while I had a blog. So. I, what was like, your blog called? It was called thinkwhatyoulike.com. Ooh, yeah. I like it. And it was, I don't want to be like, oh, I was one of the original bloggers because that's ridiculous. But, but you were a it was really like early back. on. Yeah. It was I really, really early on. It was like 2007 yeah. was when I started yeah. it. Um, and this would have been, when I was in Cork, would have been maybe 2010. Yeah. And I, um, I remember... The, on the blog I wrote about loads of different things but mm. one of the things I wrote about was beauty because I had mm. a had an interest just a, a, like yeah. there was, but there, this was at the stage where there was no reason to write mm. a blog apart from the fact that you wanted to be a writer yeah like there was no it's like to hone your trade totally like the stuff that you want to mm-hmm. do yeah and like every single you know inspirational talk I, I listened to said if you want to be a writer write yeah so I was like well jeez I better start a blog then yeah. so I did and and it was fine and it actually had a really nice loyal community of readers which was lovely but um from that then I got an email from the editor at the time of the uh, Irish Independent Weekend magazine and she was looking for a beauty columnist and she asked me would I do it now I was 21 at the time and that's that column and that, that Trina was a, McCartney does now that, it's that kind of it's so well, Trina her, Trina yeah. does the Sunday and oh, this was going to be the Saturday, Saturday. Right, sorry. Um. So, but very similar. But a very go-to like oh, every Saturday. And you know, do, do you think yeah. I had a bog's notion what I was doing? Like I did not have a clue that this was what it was. Yeah. I was just like, she wants me right. to write that stuff. Yeah. Like, cool, yeah. I can do that. I it did not occur to me for a second what an opportunity I had been mm-hmm. literally handed. Um, and I also thought, well, I d- I did actually think for a little bit that she had emailed the wrong person I did that I was kind of concerned that she had just and were you like now were you good were you good and you were I didn't I don't know like, like were you standing out to these people going I don't okay, know this girl is scrappy and she I don't think I was talent. I'm still not scrappy <laughs> I don't know. I still I don't know if I are. have talent. You're, like, you're so like anyway. I will we'll, won't. I won't jump too far ahead. But I feel yeah. like you're really like innovative, and you, 
take something and you make something with it you know I feel I that's it's kind of more because I have to yeah and I also I think I that's I think back then I had it yeah totally it it is it's the nature of of the job but like I also think back then I I really had a clear idea of what I wanted to do Mm -hmm. I think that helped that does help yeah Yeah. definitely but um when she got on to me I was like she she was very um I didn't know at the time but when you're when you're an editor and, and at that level which she was she was you know, really, really good at her job. Yeah. She doesn't have time for pleasantries. Yeah. So she me- me- messaged me and said, independent offices, 1pm Thursday. And I just wrote back, yeah. Because I was like, oh, Jesus, is this how people talk to each other? Because I would be used to, hi there, how's yeah. it going? Um, I was just wondering if you might want to... Blah, 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 blah. If you don't mind too much. If you don't mind, okay, it, yeah. yeah. And putting in all those qualifiers yeah. that we all yeah. put into emails the whole time. So she had no time for that, which I really appreciate now looking mm. back. So I met her and I got the column and I wrote it for like a year and a half. And just towards the end of that then, um, I saw a job opening in New Magazine for a staff editor and I decided I'd go for it. And I had three rounds of interviews, um, one with Jennifer Stevens, who is now freelance. Yes, and she's, um, I love that name. Okay. Yeah, she was working Jen for the Irish Stevens. Country yeah. Magazine. And yeah. yeah, and I also interviewed with Nora Casey a couple of times. Right. And um and yeah, I got that job, which was brilliant. And I stayed there for like five years. Um, as I did, I initially went in and Jen was like, somebody needs to do the beauty pages. Mm. Is that okay? And I was like, well, yeah, because and I've been doing... your thing then? Or, it, well, yeah. because the column, it kind of had yeah, become my yeah. thing inadvertently. Yeah. And I remember like, you know, like it, and this is the, one of the reasons I think that I still have such an appreciation for beauty and what I do and how lucky I am mm. to do it. Because I remember my first ever post from a PR with beauty mm. products. And I remember Max Factor sent me a bag of maybe like a couple of mascaras, a couple of foundations to give me a taster yeah. and to be like, look, this is what we do. Here we are. Email us if you need anything. Yeah. And I remember honestly being so beyond excited to have that, you know, Max Factor yeah. product oh, yeah. for free. And I, I was thinking... It's like getting a free pen even. Oh know, like It's obviously God, on was, a scale of like, people get excited about it like was the so, bag of jellies and the My Shining Armour. Totally. You know, like, oh my God. Jellies, yeah. <laughs> I was blown away. I yeah. was like, oh my God, they sent me that for free. I could get loads of it. But yeah. I, that didn't even occur yeah. to me. I just felt, I didn't, it wasn't even, I, I didn't see and it I, as you, being yeah, a scalable yeah. thing. I yeah. was just like, oh my God. Max and I, I'm shocked to my core that I didn't become a hoarder with mm-hmm. all the beauty products because I was just like, this is gonna stop one day. You're onto a good thing here, but don't Enjoy get it. don't yeah. get ahead of yourself. Yeah. Work really hard. And I remember just being like, oh my god, if I can work and write in a place that like, I, I, I these things will come to. I was just yeah. so buzzed about it and so excited. And I think because of that and because I was never expecting anything and because I never. I was just writing about beauty because I loved it. Like mm. I never expected to get any freebies. I never expected to go on a press trip. I never expected to go to, to be brought to a lovely dinner by any brand or anything mm. like that. So because that was never why I went into it, I feel like now, like people just lag me off because if I go on a press trip and there's like, you know, there, there'll be, I'll be there and I'll have gone on, I've spent 10 years, go, mm. you know, going yeah. on press trips and I still the most excited person like I'm still like that's a great oh my god we're going on a bus oh my god look at that mountain like I'm still (laughs) that's a great way to be so excited lucky because I totally I can get like oh I never get like oh another airplane yeah no and other people like are you not so excited oh my god and this is the thing I've never gotten I've never gotten that's cool the the, like I you know sometimes you'll have like a long flight or sometimes you'll have Mm. a disaster or you know you'll have to 
whatever the, the, mm. the thing may be but like I have never gotten to a point where I've been like I'm That's so amazing. over this I am always the most excited person <laughs> on the trip and like you know there'd be people that like I remember going to London Fashion Week in September last year mm. and I was there with a couple of people who had never been to never been on any press trip before mm. and I was more excited than oh, them best. I was still yeah totally jazzed to be there um and I'm just, I can't actually believe my luck that That's I get amazing. to work in the industry that You're I work so in. You're so lucky. I just can't believe it. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel very, um, but then that always feeds into my like imposter syndrome, which I talked yeah. about recently. I'm always a bit like, I'm yeah, somebody's going to realise that I'm a complete, like, I don't have to what I'm doing. You're a brilliant writer and even like your beauty bits. No, I'm getting that. Oh, sorry, you're moving on. Okay, sorry. We have to go chronologically. Get get there. The story is all over. So you're working at on the independent Saturday magazine yes and then a new magazine five years and then you went to you sorry so I was in new magazine for five years I was I did the column in the Indo for about a year and a half two years maybe Mm. and it overlapped a little bit they they overlapped for a few months but um, I was in new magazine and I loved it there and I learned so much like that team at that time it was such a moment in time because we were in the office with Irish Tatler and Woman's Way and Food yeah. and Wine and magazines Quite were still mixed, like, yeah. profitable and yeah. everyone was having a great time. Yeah. And it was brilliant. Um, and I learned so much from all those editors, mm-hmm. um, Jen especially. And then I moved um, to be deputy editor of Expose magazine. Mm-hmm. Um, so Expose, obviously the TV show yeah. at the time, and the magazine was linked to that. And it was published in a publishing company that... Um, they were based out in Bray mm-hmm. um, so coming from Swords every day to Bray was mm-hmm. uh, like I mean my specialist subject and mastermind would be the M50 <laughs> exits because there is nothing I don't know like oh my goodness <laughs> I can tell you like at any time of any day at 9.02 <laughs> yeah that's it literally like 22 and a half minutes yeah <laughs> like, whereas if you go if you get off at 11 and come back on at 9 you know it's just like it's so oh I hate the M50 yeah. needless to say but um yeah I was there for I was at, there as deped for I think two years maybe and then yeah. um then I became editor, and I became editor when I was twenty eight. Wow! So I'm you I, editor of a women's glossy magazine before I was thirty. Yeah. yeah. So my goal was like yeah. achieved, um and I was yeah buzz I loved it there, um I worked with Claudia who I, I know has been magazine. a guest on yeah. the podcast and mm. she is phenomenal. She is. Um, I have so much oh my god God. I just have so much respect and admiration for her and like she's way younger than me which makes me Mm. feel really really sad and really bad about myself but I'm so proud of her and everything she's done since has just been phenomenal and she was so good to work with and I do always say she's the biggest messer I have ever met (laughs) I've never worked with someone who was more on board for joking and messing but I had never ever once had to say where's that thing or have you yeah. done this yet or like she just has this I way two, of three four of you on the team like turn around and at, seen. I think that's what people at one point understand. there was two like, of us yeah at one point there was two in of us in the end there was the two of you yeah, yeah. and yeah. you turned around an entire magazine yeah. that's yeah unreal and the, it shows it can be done would, though <laughs> you wouldn't learn that in cosmopolitan or Vogue no. or one of those no. like you wouldn't no sure like, I've been on I've been on trips with people who are like um yes yeah, so I look after the health page and I'm like one page you look after a page a month please tell me what you do with the rest of your time because that would take me half a day time. yeah yeah I don't I, I you know I, I'm yeah. sure it has scaled down since yeah. obviously magazines are are yeah. struggling changing, yeah. yeah and changing yeah but um I'm sure it has scaled down a little bit but I yeah it's very like in Ireland in any magazine because mm. I've worked in pretty much all of them at yeah. some point in some way yeah 
And I know how much people do and how much effort people yeah. put in and how multidisciplinary you have to be yeah. to work in a magazine or to work in any kind of media which is fant- uh, like it's place. fantastic it's mm. and but then the challenge is the population and that the readership yeah that's, like, that's it it's hard it's to really it's hard, hard to scale up but also like the readership was always you know as in when expose closed the readership was healthy enough yeah um it was the ad revenue that was down yeah. because what was happening at the time was Digital. The switch, yeah. yeah, the switch was happening. It was starting mm-hmm. to happen to like influencer marketing and digital yeah. marketing and stuff like that instead of traditional print yeah. advertising. So there was a big, massive industry change happening, which has yeah. kind of happened now, really. And like, which br- funny, it breaks it's my heart. I many... actually went to think with Lucinda Chambers. Oh yeah, about two weeks ago, mm. and she was just talking about magazines, and she's like, they'll never not go anywhere because people like. I think we've been, we did a load of digital and now we've had too much of it. Yeah. And now we're kind of like, okay, where's my book? My yeah, 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 yeah. And there's definitely a place for it. Mm-hmm. It's more, and it's more of, probably joke, it's more like the rogue thing of yeah. like, we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah. But um, it's more like that. Yeah. Then people have gone back again. It's just changed yeah. completely. Like it's, it's just it's different. It's not that they want to read like every, you can't consume as much as you can with digital. Yeah. But like quality, relatable. Yeah. Yeah, magazines. Yeah, definitely. And and there's you're getting a different thing because like I I worked in magazines at a point where you would read celebrity news for the first time mm. in a magazine or mm. on the cover of a magazine. Yeah, and you can't that that doesn't mm. happen anymore because everything happens online first mm. and then it's up to a magazine to either develop a story or even do a feature or or yeah. an, or an exclusive. It's very difficult, really, mm. um and. It you know there is always going to be a place for it, but mm. just not in the same at the same scale or at the same yeah. level. I don't think. Yeah. And she was saying she was like they're collect. It's like a collect. Like you have your collection. A collection, yeah. She's like people want to keep it, and I yeah. do. I keep yeah. magazines. I yeah. don't. They're not disposable. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's maybe just the like that heat kind of thing was because it's yeah. like old news. And that's magazine, funny because you could yeah. read a, a magazine from like the autumn now, mm. and it's completely relevant. Totally, yeah, and as well, like I. Uh, when I buy magazines I buy all the magazines mm. I'm still a big magazine lover and consumer but um, the ones that I will dispose of are the ones like Heat and Grazia yeah. and the ones that are you know right now right now yeah now. and I mean they are they are trying to be have a bit more longevity mm. but like I won't throw out Vogue or L or mm. you know I keep all my Cosmos yeah. obviously but because those are they are always relevant yeah. the, the features are always relevant and while they do tend to have a newsy hook, they're there's they are kind of timeless in yeah. a way, yeah. um, and the fashion is always cyclical as well. Yeah, so totally. and the and the beauty is cyclical, so everything comes back yeah. around, and you know, um, and oftentimes I get my most of my inspiration or my best ideas or whatever Absolutely, from looking yeah. through yeah. magazines from five Carrie years Bradshaw ago. Bradshaw on our old ones. <laughs> yeah. There you go. But you know, like even yeah, if you're kind yeah, of yeah. And yeah, it does all come back in. So yeah. if you've got like now, if you've got like the nineties, sure you're yeah you go yeah <laughs> that's it for you yeah <laughs> yeah exactly just change the dates yeah. so expose yeah magazine yeah so I was there as editor for a while and then it closed mm-hmm. which broke my heart mm-hmm. and I was like it was one of the biggest learning experiences mm-hmm. of my whole career and what it taught me was. Um, that well it kind of showed me that nothing that you can't rely on anything mm. to be forever like everything will end and everything mm. will change whatever but what it showed me was that 
I didn't need to be scared to not have a job because that was actually the making of yeah. of me in a way. Like, as in, I always thought, you know, like so many people do, you have to have a job and be on staff yeah. and have a salary and, you know, do the, do the thing that you, like, you kind of have to, to be serious. Tick the boxes. And you like, have to right, tick the box. Yeah, yeah exactly. I want to be, you know, this was my goal in life yeah. and here I yeah. was. And what did it mean now? You know. And in a way, like, I've always, I'm a big fan of like five year plans. Mm. So I've always had one. And this, you know, I had achieved the thing that I wanted to achieve. Yeah. And I was kind of, then I was high and dry because yeah. the magazine closed and I had no job. Yeah. And I was, and I, it was for, it was three or four months before my wedding as well. So I was salaryless mm. a few months out from my wedding, which was a fairly expensive endeavor. Yeah. And I was also had been, had lost my dream job. So I was yeah. in a really bad way. But I didn't know. It was it was yeah. funny. Yeah. I didn't like know. Like anyone though, you just can't. I brushed it. I brushed it and under. And your wedding was coming, so you had totally. another big, massive thing to be focusing on. Exactly. So I just, I kind of just ignored the fact that yeah. I lost my dream that's job. Good, that's a good idea. For a few months, <laughs> it did catch up with me, and yeah. I ended up, you know, in therapy for a while, yeah. um, because it did catch up with me, and I, I realized how much of my self worth I had placed for and my did whole you career. Feel responsible. Um, I didn't feel responsible because I, don't I knew think I could possibly have been like like it would look I know for a fact it was nothing that Claudia yeah. did it was it was I, I have I feel somewhat responsible because as editor you are at the helm yeah um but without getting into it in too much yeah. detail um what actually happened there was out of my control yeah. and and it was financial yeah it wasn't actually mm-hmm. to do with editorial mm-hmm. and it actually wasn't to do with um the figures of cover sales Mm. so my side of it I'm not going to say I wasn't responsible at all because that's completely shirking Mm. my responsibility as editor because when you become editor you're the boss you're the the one that that steers the ship Mm. to a certain extent um the financials weren't my responsibility Mm. obviously thank god because the magazine would have lasted a half an hour (laughs) if that had been the case um but yeah, no, I didn't feel completely responsible, but I, what I, what I did feel uh, really, really kind of intensely and very kind of viscerally was that I didn't have, a, like, I, I suppose I didn't have anywhere to go from here. Yeah. Like I thought I'd, I'd got, I, I'd achieved I, the thing. I talk thing. to people about this a lot and mm. I think I feel like I kind of gone through, I came to a point where everyone was like, you're so successful. And my shining arm was like this mad amazing thing yeah I was like but I'm only getting started I can't be here at the end of the story where I'm successful yeah like you know when you were 28 yeah you know and I I was like but and it kind of it freaked me out yeah really I was like no 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 no. and I kind of didn't want this praise Mm -hmm. and didn't want this be called success I was like I am am gonna do great things yeah 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 you know I'm gonna own loads of businesses and do loads of different things and you know god knows where things go and you'd reached your dream at 28 mm. and then yeah I just I hadn't it's almost like I hadn't thought about the next five-year mm. plan yeah um and and as well I felt quite lost because like I just I I suppose it 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 made me question my place in the industry it also left mm. me with like a I I tied in so much of my self-worth to that title mm. because for my whole life and not just yeah. I don't just mean with expose but I yeah. mean the editor title I had yeah. tied in so much of my career based worth yeah. with the title of editor and to have lost that 
and the way the industry reacted to that loss like is the opportunity ever going to come back again totally and it and it hasn't yeah. it hasn't i haven't become yeah. an but it's editor only again been a couple of years like, totally yeah you know. but i do you know i actually don't see it's funny i don't see that as my goal anymore mm. i feel like my goal has become way more nuanced mm. and changed a lot and it, it's had to obviously mm. because there's not it's not like but like it's I re- new ideas and new opportunities that you're like totally, oh yeah well that's great I remember like when it happened <clears throat> a few of my relatives saying to me who wouldn't really necessarily be involved in the media mm. being like sure just get another job as, as editor of a different one and I was like that doesn't happen mm. there are no jobs like there I can't just yeah. rock up to a magazine and be like hey I'm coming in here now I you know <laughs> so it was like it it really it did take a lot out of me but I didn't know initially that yeah. it did it wasn't until later um yeah. that it kind of occurred to me and I really struggled with it for a while but then I realized very understandable yeah well I, I mean yeah. I was I was absolutely mortified yeah. that I was struggling at all because I was I had been so yeah. you know I'd been well, so sure of what I was doing yeah you you got married and had your amazing wedding with your like millions of people <laughs> I did like, have oh my god I did you have, have a like, so many best mates <laughs> I did have I a really, million I'm like you must be the soundest person on earth <laughs> like, so or maybe I don't know so maybe they're just mates. hanging out with me for free beauty products oh there you go <laughs> <laughs> that's what I reckon it couldn't possibly be me um, <laughs> but from the outside I remember like and then you kind of went I remember you set up your office mm-hmm. and you were like boom I am freelancing now and you had beauty bits going yeah. and you were just doing loads of bang 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 yeah and well I mean that I'm to be honest grateful that that's what appeared it, yeah. what that's what it appeared to well, be of course you know Instagram but totally but Instagram and reality it was, it was hard but I'm yeah from the outside yeah. it was like you picked yourself up well I kind of have to because I have to earn money up, like yeah I did like I, a mortgage that's thing, it like yeah. I had I had things I had my wedding mm. to pay for in the in the short term and mm. then I had other things you know mm. so and I had like direct debits of my car payments all that kind of stuff so I just kind of had to get work and like that's what I my my biggest takeaway from losing my job was that that I thought at the time I was like this is the worst thing that could possibly have happened mm. and in actual fact it just and then it did and, it and then it did bad. and I wasn't yeah. scared yeah. I wasn't scared I was like that's okay mm. and now anytime so it's it's made me so much um so much more resilient I think career-wise because mm. um and I, you know in other ways too mm. but career-wise because now I'm like if I lose a gig like you know, a couple of months back, I lost a, a gig that was worth maybe 900 quid a month. Mm. And I was thinking, that's a big hole in my monthly, in- mm. you know, takings. And what am I going to do? But I wasn't scared. I was kind of like, okay, how can I, what can I you do? You still got that time. What can I do to, to sort this? Week, yeah, I still is. have, yeah. So yeah. I can do something. I can do something else. This. Yeah. Yeah. So you just have to, and like, yeah. you know, I think the main thing is to follow what you're passionate about because that's how I started. That's how I initially got jobs is because mm. I was genuinely writing because I like to do it. I, I wrote about beauty because I liked beauty. I wrote about, you know, whatever because I was had a genuine interest in it and a legitimate passion for it. And it's not because I wanted to be a certain thing. I didn't, I didn't think, I didn't go into it with any other motivation apart mm. from because I enjoyed what I did. Yeah. And I think... Which I'd gotten you pretty far... But that, so that's, but that's, you know, and part of the reason why, like, you know, that's why I think when someone says to me, like, why don't you do sponsored content on your Instagram or whatever? I have gotten this far and I don't judge anyone who does mm. sponsored things. I think they're phenomenal. I mm. think they're brilliant. And I think 
more power to them for earning a wage mm. via social media. I think it's fantastic. But for me, personally, mm. I had gotten to where I got to mm. um, based completely on my integrity yeah. and my honesty and my my genuine passion yeah, for something. Yeah. So I just wanted to stick with that yeah. and that's what I've done. And at the moment, it's, it's, it's going well, yeah. you know. So you've God have- only knows. You're writing. Mm-hmm. You've got your podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You. I have fifteen jobs. Bits, fifteen jobs. Like I'm. I mean, more okay. than that, probably. Yeah. I do. Like I do. And how do you organize all that? Then? Oh it's just Christ! It's a very complicated calendar system right. that I'll show you. Seven days a week. Ah, uh, yeah, pretty much. Really? Like I know. Look, I don't get me wrong. You take days off and you yeah. take time off, and as in, look, what day is it today? Monday? Is it Monday? It's yeah. Monday, and here I am. Mm. with you yeah. you know in the middle of the day mm. recording mm. like I'm obviously this isn't work strictly yeah. speaking yeah. so there is flexibility yeah. there are times where you can just be like do you know what I think I'll do this in the middle yeah. of the afternoon um, so there is flexibility but it you do end up working yeah. more you know as many if not more hours than yeah. you know your pal who might work in as an accountant or you know whatever in an office based job or mm. in, a, in a more formal yeah. office job do you consider yourself an entrepreneur? No. A freelancer. Freelancer, yeah. I mean, I would never say I'm an entrepreneur because I feel like you have to have a business to be an entrepreneur. And do. My business, business is, is myself, your, I suppose. Yeah. You're journalistic. Yeah, I don't know. I would never call myself that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like the work I do now is so varied. So I have I've do beauty for um, Irish Tatler, Irish Country Magazine, Image.ie, The Irish Times... And then I also do... Everything, everything. Well, look, they all have the word Irish in them, which is gas. And then I do... Uh, I work for Brown Thomas. I do... I shoot there. I direct their beauty shoots for wow. them. Cool. Which is a part of the job cool. I love. No, yeah. I do. I love that. I really have a so lot of fun. So the imagery for the newsletters and stuff like that? For their magazines, yeah. their customer oh. magazines. And yeah. And yeah. their... Yeah, the like... Emails. And the emails yeah. and the social media and stuff. Yeah. So I, I direct them. So, I, you know book the models That's book the photographer cool. yeah, yeah which is loads of fun yeah. and it's something I did in the magazine anyway yeah. you know so I just yeah. have translated that into kind of the corporate world I suppose mm. um, and then I have my podcast which is called Private Education yeah. shout out to Private yeah. Education and then and is, that, is that like a fun passion project yeah I mean I'm hoping that the money will start yeah. rolling in obviously but yeah. at the moment I've got uh, I've done an episode every week um, for about uh, seven months wow um so I think I'm up to like 40 something episodes and I just passed today actually because I'm a mm. sucker for the statistics I am I flat out on statistics. statistics don't do it it'll what? consume like, you on anchor that's oh, where our, that's yeah, where all mine's uploaded yeah. to so I've just passed 350,000 downloads wow. which I'm I have no scale I have no yeah. frame of reference so I don't know if it's good yeah. bad or indifferent but I'm delighted that's cool so um yeah that's private education and then I'm trying to think what else I do some social media management for mm-hmm. a couple of brands so I take over their Instagram and do their branding and stuff like that and manage their social mm-hmm. um and then I also do a bit of sneaky ghost writing for a couple of places or people oh. that I can't obviously mention like, like <laughs> so like for social on their or? social or on their mm-hmm. blogs or um yeah that kind of thing so they might be like I want to talk about they might be too they might be too busy yeah like they might be just too busy to with their lives to maintain all their like captions that's a good idea yeah so it's like would they be like celebrities yeah I mean not quite celebrities but like people who have a following certainly who are are too busy to maintain that kind of day-to-day stuff so I do a bit of that 
Um, yeah, like, I've, that's I've very entrepreneurial to like. Okay, and did you approach people or did they kind of, they came to me? It, yeah, it kind of yeah. happens organically in conversations yeah. with people, or you know. It's funny how you get end up like getting you're work. saying this, and someone could listen and go, "Oh my gosh, I'm going to get at yeah. you like three a month or something." Yeah, and yeah, exactly. And or even you know, like it it happens. Work comes to you the weirdest ways, like, mm. and it's it's mostly word of mouth, which I like because I know that if I do it's a good job for someone, yeah, yeah, you know, they'll pass on. And there's no better. No, I'm always like, t- like anytime yeah. anyone comes to me and says, "Oh, I was speaking to so and so, and they said that you could do mm. this for me," I'm like that means that they were happy with the job yeah. that I did. Because you never get feedback. Like, yeah, no one ever tells you you're doing a fantastic job. Yeah. Um, which is why I'm, you know, so I shocked. you're doing a fantastic well, job. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> My dad tells me that. And you really? know as well. So, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. Um, it's, you don't really get much feedback within yeah. within the industry at all. And you've been, how long, how long is that like three, three years? Um, four years? T- no, two. It would be, oh, sorry. It'll be three years in like April when, when Expose yeah. I went. The magazine. The and TV show was obviously gone. Be, as well. Like if you told yourself then. No. How much you're joking God, now no. and how you're like, I don't mean spread widely as in like that you're spread thin, but as in like you have your so many, so your finger in so many pies now that the opportunities, yeah, yeah, I, like yeah. if anything kind of was thrown at you, you can deal with it because you've tried so much stuff and yeah. you do so many different elements. Yeah. I, to be honest, I, that's, that's out of, complete fear so I'm constantly <laughs> I'm constantly shitting myself but the opportunity like they're, they're, the biggest opportunity must be just coming down the road at you and you don't even know like yeah big. no I, I am like yeah. kind of gently buzzed about that yeah. all the time but mostly it's just I'm scared so if I if I'm you know driving you for like I get yeah it's fear like it is yeah, totally fear yeah. it's fear of not being able to pay for things it's yeah. fear of you know fallen out of favor in the industry yeah. with people it's fear of no so that's what motivates me to do a good job to mm. not miss deadlines to like and look I remember getting a feedback from one lovely lovely editor that I write that I write for and she said we love getting your copy in because your copy is always clean as in there's not many errors yeah. and there's not mistakes and there's not like prices missing oh, or you know yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and I remember I dined out on that bit of praise for like three months because I was like, oh my God, my copy is clean. This is fantastic. And I was so buzzing because you don't like that. You don't get much feedback. And to know that someone thought I was doing a good job for them just meant the world. And it really like, anytime I'm hired for any job, I'm like, like the person on the press trip who's just so excited to be there. I'm just like, this is brilliant. I get to do something that I enjoy doing for a, really good client for mm. money like how is this thing yeah so we're just very grateful and the whole i perceive time. that you have this so there's a gang because so you study journalist journalism with a gang of journalists yeah and you're all in ireland dublin working yeah. in journalism yeah so i would think there's a gang of girls guys probably going through the same kind of thing yeah there and is have yeah. other people who can relate because sometimes like uh, in in my world mm-hmm. i can it can be very isolating yeah. and lonely but yeah. i can see that you probably got yeah like, no there is there's who, definitely who, yeah. a network like there definitely is a network but at the same time i think for anyone who works for themselves They're competing with each other as well totally yeah. yeah but not not even not not in a mm. mean way but like yeah if you work for yourself it's isolating no matter Mm. what community you have around Mm. you so like there's days where I'm at home at my desk writing constantly all day till there's a pain in my shoulders Mm. 
and then my husband will come through the door and I'll be like hey how's it going what are you talking oh, let's yeah. talk let's have a chat and he's like Jesus let's get out of the house Why? can we go somewhere can we do something and oh, he's like I just want to sit in the couch totally. and not talk to anyone I'm, yeah. totally and I'm like can we go out do you want to go to cinema and he's like no I want to go to bed like what's wrong with you so there, it, it, it can be very isolating and I don't just mean like not having contact with people mm. but not having someone to bounce an idea mm. off or you know we have a team totally yeah. and I love a team environment mm. and I, I really do and like I do go into like Irish Tatler I'd probably go in once an issue for maybe three or four days and mm. do I so benefit for them so I'll go in and I'll get all the pages back and I'll make you know put in headlines mm. or check captions or you know all those kind of bits and pieces um, and I love that because I get to be in there and that team they're so talented and they're yeah. so much fun and so nice and same <clears throat> excuse me I used to do the same for confetti until recently actually and I would go in and write a few features for them and be with the team yeah. and like Laura obviously yeah. is a good friend of mine so we'd have a great time and I do get to have I suppose I get to have the best of both worlds both yeah. worlds like I have the colleagues but then because I also have time well, alone you do need to focus and be oh my god totally noise and, and you like, also have to have flexibility like this yeah. is why I don't think the nine to six or nine to five framework for for creatives works mm. at all and why I'd be really you really just mightn't be feeling it someday totally yeah. like I, I I remember I had a gig not so long ago where I was coming up with um concepts and captions and things for social media mm. for a, a, an American based brand mm-hmm. and I was going into an office and I was there from 10 o'clock till 6 o'clock yeah. uh, three days a week say for, for a couple of months and to try and turn creativity on like a tap at 10 mm. o'clock in the morning just doesn't yeah. work and so there'd be days where I would sit there and I would be literally looking at a, 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 a mental blank yeah. page and I'd be going nothing's coming to me if I was I walking to... through somewhere like I do my best thinking on airplanes and in the totally. shower yeah like airplanes yeah. I can or driving with, like yeah. yeah yeah or even in conversation just... but just you can't you can't clock in and clock off creativity yeah. like you just can't staring at a screen yeah you can't do it so the creativity has to just happen and then obviously you know there's days where I'm working all day and I'll I won't be feeling creative at all so Mm. what I'll do is I'll do my admin I'll do my invoicing Mm. I'll do my tax I'll do my receipts I'll do something that's completely mindless and boring Mm. and then I won't pressure myself to be creative yeah and then you know if I need that's a learned skill though like the or even learned skill but experience has taught you that yeah yeah walk away from it there's no point sitting there beating yourself up no 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 and you nothing good will come of it like you'll write something but it will be shit yeah and you'll be really disappointed with yourself I mean that's how I feel anyway um (laughs) And I'm like, I just have a glass of wine. When I have to write things, I yeah. have a glass of wine. I'm like, write drunk and it's over. Yeah. But, oh my God, totally. It's the best thing ever. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I don't drink, but I yeah. wish sometimes <laughs> yeah. that I was, you know, even like some drugs. I'm yeah. sure I'd be like, I know a lot know. of really Should good music is written. Most, yeah, the most <laughs> yeah. amazing albums ever yeah. were written like on, on substances. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, but I just try and, I try and respect the, the fact that you can't, you can't, time mm. creativity you can't be like yes i will be creative between 12 and 1 yeah. for you for money you can't do yeah. that so you have to just kind of the flexibility is needed Amazing. um so yeah i can where were we what was the question no that is that's what we're, <laughs> talk, we're talking through so where yeah. it comes yeah. to yeah the latest project oh yeah okay. and we're there right yeah totally it's very exciting yeah, no, I'm so buzzing. just this weekend yeah rogue, rogue collected. launched yeah so it's Rogue Collective Delay. Thank you. That Brilliant wasn't my name. idea. I think the, the name was 
God, they will kill me because there's 12 of us, you see, in the collective. So I think the name was the idea of Sophie White and Leodon Hines, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Maybe Cassie Delaney had a, had a hand in the name yeah. as well. But word. I could also be completely wrong. It might not have been any of them. But those are the, <laughs> those are the ones I think came up with the name. And it was their concept, really, yeah. as in... For, like for the longest time I'd been thinking because you know of course mm. every person who's like I was an editor of a magazine it would have been a natural progression for me to leave there and start up an online mm. magazine of my own yeah. like I loved reading The Pool which obviously is gone now mm. I love reading Refinery29 mm. I love reading stylists online you know yeah it would have been a no-brainer for me mm. to try and start something of my own and be the editor yeah. and you know but there was and just I was a born of so just to start back and well yeah you see there was no there was no like there's no money in starting your own website right so we the the 12 of us were like we are all writers we're all creatives we're all producers of content Mm -hmm. whether that's audio visual whatever um imagery we wanted to create something but we wanted to get paid for it we did not we did not we were not we're too long in the game to be like yeah we'll just create this for free and let everyone consume it for free because there's a certain amount look at the moment i'm doing private education completely Mm. for free i do enjoy it i am passionate about Mm. it and i hope at some point it starts to earn me money Mm. but there gets to a a point where you you know you have worth and value and talent and ability Mm. in a certain career in a creative space and you want to be paid for it and there's Mm. no you know giving away your work for free and people are like there's so much content out there that Mm. people are consuming for free whether that's on instagram on websites on blogs Mm -hmm. and we just believed because we're a bunch of journalists and and you know we've been doing all this professionally we just believe that good content is worth paying Mm. for and if you want someone to put proper research into something and not to be biased and not to be you know, to be completely subjective and, and like, or objective yeah, and, like, and, and... Like journalist, like, it's to, yeah. relevant. Exactly. I find, like, it, it launched yesterday, I thought. It was yesterday. Yeah, it was, before. yeah, it was, like, this yeah. weekend, just gone, and yeah. And I was, like, oh, my God, I didn't know that's what I want. Like, I was, like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, four euro a month. Yeah. Yes. Like, yeah. no ads, relevant, good, not waffle, not throwing loads of content at yeah. me, just, like... Good articles, yeah. Because that's what I find. Like I love Instagram, but mm-hmm. I'm like, it's the sameness and same outfits yeah. and same brands and yeah. same products everyone's talking and about. That, that's one of the things we wanted to do is we wanted diverse opinions mm. and diverse voices, and that's why, like, at the moment, okay, at the moment it's twelve women, mm. um, and we are, but we are looking for, you know, we want to include different voices, different races, different, I mean, different genders. We yeah. want to include transgender voices. We want to include any voice that's not already represented in mainstream mm-hmm. media, as well as our own, obviously. But we wanted to do it in a considered way and to give good quality content. Mm. We're not throwing this stuff together. Yeah. We're actually well, putting work in. you're all professional exactly. journalists. You're, yeah, you're, exactly. You've been trained and you have the experience. Yeah, yeah. So like, we all I got together and we kind of put shape on the initial idea, which yeah. was, I think Sophie and Leah kind of had the initial concept and then th- we all got together and had a couple of meetings and decided mm. what we were going to write. And um, and it's all, I mean, it's still very much like the the launch went so, so well yeah. for us. We were not expecting it. It's everywhere. It. It's like, everywhere. Yeah. And like Marion Keys <laughs> signed up. I mean, I'm absolutely blown away by the calibre of subscribers okay. we've gotten. Um, but... We're but still kind of putting show. shape on it. We're still growing it. And we're yeah. still, you know, we're still trying to iron out the yeah. kind of um, what the future of it looks like. But we know we're onto something good because there's been so much interest. Yeah. 
and we found a gap yeah yeah like it's yeah it's brilliant i'm very proud of it and i'm absolutely like talk about being honored to work with a group of people that are so talented i'm actually just i mean i'm just our whatsapp group could be like a Pulitzer Prize winning <laughs> like where it's just people they're so intelligent and so funny and they have such like fully formed opinions yeah. and ideas and like oh my god I'm actually completely like I think I'm the the dud I think oh, I'm the yeah. dud of the but I and I wrote about that actually yeah. on oh, on Rogue you? yeah I wrote yeah. my first piece was on imposter syndrome which I really really struggle mm. with a lot and I wrote about how I knew what I wanted to do for the article. I knew what I wanted to do for the piece. I had done all my interviews. Mm. I had done all my research. I had got the statistics I wanted to include. Mm. I had done polls on my Instagram account. All these yeah. things, all done. And on the day of the deadline at 9pm, I hadn't written a single word. And the reason for that was the I was so intimidated by the 12 people that would have to see this. Yeah. Now, never mind the rest yeah. of the world seeing it. Those those have people. Have you ever listened to Dax Shepherd's podcast? No. The He's Kristen Bell's expert. wife, right? Yeah. Or husband. He was in like a <laughs> random show, like or maybe. Do you remember that? Or yeah, something? I feel like or he was or, in something. Yeah. Like random, he was like this hillbilly kind of guy. Yeah. But um, he he interviews like big movie stars. Right. But the one thing that I've gotten, he feels like such an imposter. And yeah. A lot of them do. Like yeah. he was interviewing Casey Affleck, and they were just talking about it, and Casey was like. They all compare, like, they're Hollywood movie stars and they have imposter syndrome yeah. and they yeah. feel like they're all comparing themselves to each other. It's really interesting and it's yeah. made me go, you know what, it's a real thing and pretty much everyone has it. It's such a real thing. And they're all, like, oh my not, God. those Oscar winners, like, last night, they're all sitting there mm. and they're comparing themselves to each other yeah. and they're resenting each yeah. other. And yeah. like, but this is the thing, like, I mean, like... Like you I was have saying to look about at your, your stats, like but, look at no, your, but I don't. So oh, one of the things one you of just the told things, me, I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah, but none of that. Like I'm, I do not understand how that means anything. Like as in, yeah. you know, I I completely acknowledge that all of yeah. those things are things that I have done, but I don't look at that and think, wow, that's impressive. I think, okay, yeah, but cool. Like that was all a bit fluky. Yeah. What are you gonna do now? That's real, and like. I one of the things when I was doing the research, I interviewed this this um like psychologist girl about it, and she was saying that you've to one of the steps you can take to improve imposter syndrome, or to, not to improve it, to get rid of it, yeah, is to list out all of your achievements. Uh, yeah. So I said, "Feck it, I might as well yeah. do." So I started listing out. So I'm, I was physically writing them down, mm. and I was, as I wrote each one, I was talking myself out of it. I was saying yeah well you did that but that was just lucky because it was of a it. Yeah. yeah that was just because this person yeah. said that to that and you, you didn't actually deserve that and then I was like well you you were nominated but you didn't actually win that and then that other award you haven't even been nominated for and like I there's you could not convince me that I'm successful yeah. it, you could not convince me That's that I'm successful shocking bad but it's true shocking. it's how yeah. I feel it's legitimately you need how to I feel. overcome that you need to sort that one out I know go back to the therapist <laughs> I know but there's no like I, and I try, I try to say mm. to, to you know, yeah, you've done well there. Yeah, that's yeah. good, you know, but it just never, it hasn't yet to take hold. But the other person probably feels the same. Oh, I'm sure they probably yeah. do. Yeah, I'm sure there's people. Mm. And like, this is the thing about, you know, Instagram and comparison and all mm. that kind of stuff. Like, that's why I have to, I have a lot of people muted, I'm going to say. I'm going to be completely honest and say there's a lot of muting going on on my Instagram. <laughs> because I see people, especially people who I, I'd consider my peers. Mm. And I see people achieving things and being nominated for awards and having professional success and having mm. personal success. And I just think, 
I look at then look at what I've done and I just think like distinctly average you're just about keeping your head above water oh, and you know and I'm just like I'm saying I'm like what the hell but that's how I feel and yeah. I don't mean that yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. I'm not trying to sound yeah. you know to put myself down maybe that that's will be legitimately the how I feel maybe that like humbleness will be the making of you I don't think it's humbleness I think it's stupidity really? <laughs> I think I like I mean I th- I really appreciate people are, yeah. are humble but I don't feel like I'm even being humble. I feel like I'm just being honest. You're like, oh. I'm just like, no, this is just reality yeah. for me though. Um, and I, but you still yeah. put yourself out there. You still go for it. It doesn't stop yeah. you, I don't think. No, it, do, it, it stopped. No, look, it has stopped me pursuing certain things. Hmm. Like there is a lot of, there are, there have been like opportunities. Like Anna called and you said, not right now. Anna. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like, no, look, maybe not Anna, but you know, I have been approached with opportunities that I've just thought, there's no way I can do that. I'm not cut out for that. I'm not ready. I'm not senior enough. I'm mm. not respected enough. I don't have the... But you're young still. Like, you're... Well, I mean, you know, it's my birthday next week and I'm going yeah. to be 32, so I'm... 32. Yeah. I can't remember being 32. <laughs> Jesus. Well, you what, you're like 35 or something. 38. Stop. That's ridiculous. Mm. So, yeah, no, I just... Million. I <laughs> I, um, I don't feel um like I've made a success of anything, yeah. but... I'm working hard and I, I, I do acknowledge that I work hard. Yeah. That's something that I will say. I know I work hard and I know I try you're my best. You're putting in the hours and you're doing... Yeah. And I try to be kind. That's another thing. Yeah. I try to be a nice person. I think that's a... They're like... They're my two... They're my two pillars. Mm. Like I know if I work hard and I try to be nice to people. And I, you know... That's another thing Lucinda Chambers was saying. What? That work was a great chat. She work hard and be kind. Yeah. yeah. She was saying, like, she was talking about everything that you know about what went on when she left Vogue, like, yeah, all the yeah. drama. And she was like, the one thing is she, she was always so kind to people and it was seen as a weakness. And then she, when she, when all, oh, she was fired mm. dramatically, she, the amount of people who reached out to her and she wouldn't be where she is now and done what she's done. Yeah without the help of these people who came and just went right you help me and she's yeah. like when I was up here yeah I was kind and when I was down there yeah that you know yeah yeah but that's matter. that's the thing like I it stands here but so many people think especially in female like yeah I think people think, think you, you have, have to be the be bitch to be yeah. successful you've got to be the evil Anna Wintour character totally. in order to get ahead and look I'm not gonna lie I've seen a bit of that yeah. like there there is an oh, element are, of yeah. you know and and not even be a bitch, but like there's 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 people who like Sabotage. they talk Sabotage. the talk and they yeah. they you know they say all the right things, but then when it comes down to it, they're actually it's kind of not really there. Yeah. I've seen a bit of it happen, and I've also seen that thing of you have to be tough and you have to be, you know, you have to be mean to get yeah. ahead, and and your kindness will be seen as weakness. Yeah. And like I don't think that has stopped me from being kind because yeah. I would actually, and this is completely legitimate i would actually rather be known for being kind and good to work with and mm. not causing hassle for people and and you know being kind of don't be condescending to people or yeah. don't you know rather than i would like to be known for that rather than for being successful mm. whatever that may mean i would yeah. i i personally feel as though success for me would mean everyone that i've ever worked with thinking yeah. well that was an enjoyable process and i liked that and we did well there like mm-hmm. rather than be a bitch and here's a load of awards or here's a load of money yeah. or here's a load of stats on how brilliant you've done on x y and z i would mm-hmm. much rather be like the person who worked hard and people liked working with and had a bit of a laugh with and 
remembered fondly yeah. than yeah. have the like that's yeah. not that would be success no to me way. yeah you know so and what would you say is like the biggest lesson you've learned um I think losing my job showed me that you you don't like nothing is nothing is certain mm. and everything is transient and like that's a good thing and a bad thing because nothing mm. is certain makes you kind of feel a little bit scared but then mm. the fact that nothing like the fact that nothing lasts forever and the fact that changes happen you can get through that's a good thing yeah it's yeah. a good thing and a bad thing um mm. I've learned so much like in terms of my like career I've learned I've gone through periods where I've had bosses that were tough on me and bosses that were not tough on me mm. and and it showed me what I want to be as a boss if mm. I ever am one and if yeah. and what I don't want to be but I I genuinely think the biggest thing that I've learned is like you have to kind of look after yourself in a way yeah. like looking after number one is really important but but in that being mindful that it you, you no man is an island like yeah. you're you're not in anything by yourself yeah. and so you have to you have to look after yourself and put yourself first and be you know stand up for what you mm. what you think and stand up for what you want and there's there's so many people that would be willing to step on you if you don't mm. but but pair that with a bit of self-awareness and a bit of kindness and i think that's probably where i am a now solid foundation of yeah like that's kind of i feel like that's where i am now as in i don't let people walk all over me i do ask for what i think i deserve i'm not afraid to send that email and say mm. can i please have this or this job should be mine because yeah. x y and z i'm not afraid to do that but I would never go into it with the assumption that it's something mm. should be mine. I, I, it, you know, it never crosses over into arrogance. Mm. So you have to, you have to be brave and stand up for yourself and ask for what you want, but not to the point where you're pissing people off mm. or you're being arrogant or you're being mean mm. or, um, you're going behind someone's back and taking yeah. their work or anything like that. You what know. What would you tell? Would you tell that to, like your younger self then? Is I would just tell my younger self to calm down. <laughs> She was very stressed. I know. I I I know. In fairness, I'm probably more more stressed and anxious now mm. than I was when I was younger. But no, I would if I was going back, and telling my, like fifteen or sixteen year old self, to be honest, what I'd tell her is what she's done. I'd yeah. t- I'd go back and I'd say, this is what you'll have done by the time you're thirty. Please believe in yourself, mm. because I still don't clearly. Yeah. So I would love to, I would love to start the process of believing in myself younger. Yeah. Because maybe, but then, do you think now that was part of it's been the making of you, though? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. You I, I don't. I don't think that. going back in time is a good yeah. idea. At all. <laughs> because <laughs> sixteen again for anyone. No, Christ, no. absolutely not. Yeah. Jeez, especially with social media the way it is now. Yeah. Um, but I like yeah. If I w- if I was going back, I'd probably say, I would probably say that. But I think it would probably change everything, and I might, you know. What be your tips? You kind of said that. What would be your tips for someone starting in like? in journalism you know who their dream was to be a magazine yeah. editor and now that's probably it's yeah it's probably it might be a likely thing yeah well it's highly unlikely but yeah. but i don't think that if i don't think that because something's highly unlikely it, it can't it happen. can't happen yeah if something is your dream i was told that when i was younger i was like oh i would love to marketing i was told no jobs in marketing don't go near marketing and i never never went to it no that's the thing like i was i, I was told and i'd I love mean, to have done it to do I marketing really yeah. really enjoyed marketing yeah like there's so but there's so many things that like I was told by my dad actually when I said to him I wanted to do journalism in mm. university he was like there's no you're not going to be rich now being a journalist and you're not going to be you know 
and I thought well no I won't but mm. I really want to do it because I really love it um mm. so yeah I think tips for anyone starting out in the industry I really just think go with what you're passionate about don't mm. go into something because you want to make x amount of money or don't go into something because you want to become a blogger and get loads of free stuff free, or don't yeah. go into something because you know go into things you won't go into be good at it if right. you're not passionate about it no it, yeah. it will totally be apparent to your reader or to yeah. your follower or to whoever if it's not coming from a completely genuine mm-hmm. place and look there are a lot of people that are very successful and not as genuine as we might like them to be mm. but i think the really really successful ones who really speak to people and who mm. really have an impact on people are the ones who are genuine and mm. at the at the heart of it and have a genuine passion for something and went into something for the right reasons mm. instead of the wrong reason reasons um so i would say that first of all and then i would say work really hard don't be don't be work shy mm. um because i've had plenty of interns come through the door that have been exceptionally work shy and have been like oh so i'm not going to be you know directing this photo shoot on my first day you know yeah. and i'd be like no it takes What's a while for you to here? get to yeah. that point you know so and i'm not saying you know i'm not saying that that you, you can't do those things yeah. of course you can but be prepared to start from the ground up like be prepared to do yeah. the shit jobs that no one else wants to do because that's how you learn totally and yeah. that's it like i mean i when, when you work for yourself you really learn that yeah. because you have to do all the shit jobs yeah. you have to do all the things that you would much rather not do yeah. as well as the glamorous stuff yeah. um and yeah and then i would just say be nice to everyone because inevitably you will end up working for someone that you pissed off earlier yeah. on in your career <laughs> and you will regret it yeah. like there is no room for you know by all means be ambitious but yeah. don't be mean to, don't be mean don't burn bridges mm. don't um don't think it won't come back to home oh my god because yeah. it will yeah. like there's so many people and like i remember even you know i've an intern now or i had an intern um who is now working in a big publishing company in in dublin and she is flying it Mm. And I know at some point she'll be one of my bosses. I know she yeah. will. And she was an intern yeah. with me. Yeah. And I loved her and I was kind to her and I helped her get the job mm. and I tried to mentor her and I hope that she respects me mm. still. And then in five years when she's my boss, That's you know what I mean? Because yeah. I know that will happen. Yeah. Like you, can, you can't get away with treating yeah. someone like yeah. shit. Yeah. And then, you know, yeah. So, and I, I, I mean... I think that's, that's really important yeah. to, to when you're starting out to be mindful of the fact that anybody that you meet at any process, any way along the process could end up being either your boss or your mm. colleague or someone that you need something from. And if you have burned that bridge yeah. or, or messed up that relationship, mm. you are pretty much screwed. And the journalism and, and media industry in Ireland is so small yeah. that you really can't afford to, to do yeah. that. Ashing, thank yeah. you so much. Oh my gosh. I could have been fantastic. <laughs> I You're amazing. Thank you so you. much. I okay. loved having you on. Thanks oh God, a million. Thanks so much, Nikki. Oh my God. Like a loveliest person. I am obsessed. Girl crush. I understand now why she has so many bestie, bestie friends. That was deadly. 
I'm still in like awe of her. Um, but guys, thank you as always for listening right to the very end. I would ask you if you do, wouldn't mind giving us a rating and a review on Apple iTunes podcasts. I would massively appreciate it. It would mean the world. And also please share this episode with anyone that you thought you think might get something out of it and subscribe and you'll get a brand new episode straight to your phone when it comes out. Thank you. Have an awesome day.